Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide. And sorry, I've been distracted. I've been out and about doing all kinds of crazy shit. Um, spent last weekend, I went up to Cameo and hung out with Chris Roberts and Chris Way, the CR2, different CR2, but hung out with those guys. They had a mountain class going on, which I'm going to talk about. I didn't get a chance to talk with them. They had their students and I kind of went up and came back. And then we came back here and I did a recent video with Chris Way that I'm going to talk about a little thing that I'm doing. Studio set up downstairs, so I went and did a little produced episode. We called it Crossfire. So we threw that out there that we're going to start popping in and doing. I got another one filmed. I got to edit it. And then... Guns coming in, different stuff. So there's been a lot of really, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of, my voice. Anyway, there's been a lot of really great shit going on. Like things are woken up and crazy. Yeah. So I'll fill you guys in on what I've been doing since I've been slightly distracted. Anyway, so I popped into Mile High last week before going to Cameo and all that. And on the wall, there was a whole bunch of AI, AE, Mark 1s, like rattle can, cop gun, shorties, 16, 18 inchers, and they're trade-ins, you know what I mean? And I'm like, woo, trade-in guns, I love them. So you get them at a really good discount. You got to go find them on like gun broker and stuff because they auction those. So they're cheap though. Like you're basically getting into the original round action AI AE. Now, AE was accuracy enforcement. So it was the cop gun, five round magazine, all that stuff, right? So then I pick up one of those guys and I'm like, yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send it to Phil Cash in at MPA. And I'm going to put, because these are the ones that come out. These are the round action ones. They got a recoil lug. They'll still switch barrel and you could do stuff, but you got to use the tool and you got to kind of take a little bit more of them apart. It's a barreled action thing, right? So anyway, I'm going to go and throw that guy into an MPA chassis. Now, people have already done that. They've done, they've broken ATs, right? So you're basically buying a $4,000 AT and then you're busting the, uh, the, the bedding Although I don't think the AT has bedding. It might. Anyway, so basically you're taking an AT apart and then they were putting it in. And a guy, there is a guy um, in Texas. I've seen it. I've shot next to him. He was at Rifles Only that time. And he has an AT and an MPA. I'm going to do an AE in an MPA. I think that'll be cool as shit. So that was like the first thing I was doing. So that got shipped off today. And um, I did that. On top of that, I got... I took um uh ownership whatever i got a whole bunch of surgeon actions so doing some stuff with surgeon and a whole bunch of surgeons came in so i have like maybe three left to sell i have like three shorts two longs three shorts two longs to sell uh left um so anybody wants something i mean they're just basic they're unfinished uncoded you got a dlc them or something um, but I got the 591s and the XLs, and, and so uh, their large firing pin is the only sort of downside, but heck, I can, I can blow them out for like a thousand bucks with shipping, 
because like I don't have much into them. And, and so I'm going to build one on one. I'm going to build a surgeon. I have one. I have, I actually have serial number 11, I think in my surgeon. Um, it's downstairs. Otherwise I'd look, but I think I have a serial number 11 in a surgeon, but guys like surgeon DLC it all up slick little action. And, and I thought it wasn't a bad buy to go grab some of that stuff, but um, a lot of, lot of busy work happening. You know what I mean? Getting caught up for the season, weather starting to change. We were getting that snow like once a week, every week we were getting snow. So that was kind of a thing. And um, speaking of snow, oh my God, I have an update. So Karn ran the Iditarod, right? Karn came in like 30th, 31, somewhere in there, just missed a big storm that like wiped out the back half of the uh, field. They actually had to get rescued. So she finished her 10th Iditarod. I did the trip with her. Um, so congrats to Karin. I was following it the whole way and, and kind of following her from checkpoint to checkpoint. That was super neat. Uh, was it Brett, Brent Sass, I believe, won, beat Dallas CV. I've met Dallas. I've met Mitch. Um, and then I know Karin, uh, a couple other guys who come into sort of Sheep Creeky, uh, you know, so I've met some people at the Sheep Creek who were there, which congrats to Jesse, Jesse at Sheep Creek Lodge. For you longtime listeners, Jesse got married on my birthday. How awesome is that? So I can remember it. So Jesse got married up at Sheep Creek Lodge. Congrats to them. All this stuff, man, everybody's just like springs in the air. You know, masks are off. All these things are, well, some people, masks are off. We're off. It's still in the airplanes, I guess, right? Airplane stuff going on. We got to fix that. Still a war in Europe, I guess. Ukraine. I don't know if Ukraine, Ukraine is Europe, right? I guess it still is. I don't know. I mean, it's the breadbasket. I have Ukrainian family. Um, the ones who came and helped me, my mom, she's Ukrainian, born there. I have an uncle who was born there. They still go back through Poland. And, and all that. They're flipped the hell out because they, we always give a lot of stuff um, leftover or hand-me-downs, I guess is a better way of putting it. Hand-me-down stuff. We used to get, we give to my uncle and then he brings it to Poland and then over. So they have, we, we had a pipeline back home that moved clothing and different things from here. And I know like when my dad passed away, we grabbed stuff at the house and it was like, yeah, ship it to Ukraine, man. Because I have in-laws that are Ukrainian. And and, and it's, uh, you know, pretty much married my aunt. So there you go. They're from Ukraine and doing that. So there's, you know, there's Kevin Bacon, right? Ooh, big deal. You know one. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, a lot of this really weird, busy stuff going on. But a lot of things are kind of moving and getting done. I, I don't quite know where how to kind of start it with you. But we're doing stuff. The, the 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 ball is turning, right? The wheels, the gears are in motion is a better way of putting it. Um, we're, we're locked down the range here for Colorado, so we're going to be doing more classes with Mark and Frank with Colorado. If you want to come to a Colorado class, get a hold of Mark, uh, Alaska Precision Rifle, Wiggy's up there, call him, do whatever. Talk to Mark through the email, through Sniper's High, we're good to go. We're locked in for Fort Morgan. And so part of what I'd like to do, 
and I'll caveat it with slowly because I know that's kind of how it'll end up being. But part of what I like to do is transition for some of the traveling that I've been doing teaching classes and bringing it more into Colorado and Fort Morgan. Better resources, sleep in my own bed, not have to worry about it. So we definitely want to get you um, to Fort Morgan more and more, we're going to start transitioning from the travel to here, travel to here. You know what I mean? So as we slow down, I'm, I'm getting a little tired, man. I'm old, you know, my birthday. I just had a birthday last week. Happy birthday. And, um, and I'm getting old. And I don't want to get on an airplane every day. So that's why we'll start bringing you here. And I could do a good class for you guys here, so don't sweat that stuff. But anyway, if you're interested in that, get a hold of Mark. But the other thing. So the guys are coming out, and we're, and we're starting to take advantage a little bit. I know Chris Way has. I got to say which Chris because there's so many, right? Too many. Um, uh, so Chris has been taking advantage of Cameo and going out there and doing a lot of stuff with Cameo and all that and, and, and getting access to the property and shooting and everything. It's a great range facility. I went out, I can get out in the morning, be there by like nine, come home, be home by nine, great little day, I can even do it less, but it's a, it's worth the trip to travel just because of the learning, you know what I mean? It's it's the mountains, it's the wind, it's the angles, it's the, it's the field course, it's everything you want, and I know they got like a PRS match happening here next week, but I'm not going to go because Brian Sykes threatened to beat me up and then he said I would be there or if I'm there and I don't want to get beat up. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, I can't go, but, uh, anyway, so they're having a PRS match, uh, Doug Coning at the cameo facility and it's definitely worthwhile. You know what I mean? It's, it's a great place. Um, and that kind of stuff, but, uh, it's definitely, definitely worth, worth the while, but yeah, I won't be able to make it, uh, to the, to the cameo thing next week. I got all kinds of stuff happening uh going on so i gotta take care of that stuff people coming into town and what have you but anyway so we go out there and chris and chris are having a mountain warfare class great group of guys know a few of them pop in and you know get it get a mix and an idea of like these angles and you know it's the field stuff really works you know i People are past the sort of contriveness of barricades and props. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, you you can skin the cat however you want. You could do all that. But how many times do you want to throw a bag on a piece of lumber and keep looking at this same scenery? You know what I mean? So you come out west and they mix it up. I mean, there's no way any one event really can take advantage of that the property out here. You know what I'm saying? Even, I mean, think about the range. Heck, the range I'm on is like 2,500 acres, you know, that kind of stuff. So how do you take advantage of that property in a match? It Well, what it does is it helps you mix things up. So Chris Way's really big into that. There's a lot of guys locally taking advantage of Cameo and using it, and now it's branching out, and the PRS guys are coming in because they like it too. And Cameo is a great central location. The road's open. You could fly into here or Grand Junction, either one. And, and you know, just drive out there and do what you have to do. Plenty of places to stay. Nice area, you know. So 
going out there and learning the angles. One of the things with the class, like, it's no mystery to angles, but the math is sketchy. And, you know, I I happened to pop into Chris's class and they were talking the angle education and I got to sit on it. And really the easiest way, if I had to like quickly break it down for you guys, like how how do we look at these angles, you know? Because there's there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? It's two plus two is four. Three plus one is four. Four plus zero is four. Five minus one is four. You know what I mean? We're getting to the number four. I love that number, even though it's an even number. I like odd numbers better. But anyway, four. So the way to do it is you look at 1970. Go back to the 70s. The rifleman's rule. You're basically taking the cosine of your range. So I range the target. Oh, it's a thousand yards. I do the cosine of it and it tells me the straight line distance that I need is now 930, right? So I shaved 70 yards off of the shot due to the angle. However, that's really kind of a gross thing. You know, it doesn't, you got to be close. The angle's got to be short. It's not really great. So then they come out with the improved rifleman's rule, right? Rifleman's rule, take the angle. Improved rifleman's rule takes your dope and pulls it off from that. So now you're cosigning the dope. Gets you closer. There's still an error factor. Now, if you go to Sierra, Sierra External Ballistics in Google, there is an encyclopedia from Sierra. It's free. It's got all kinds of into the weeds stuff. See, Sierra more or less invented banding the BC. And in my mind, banding the BC is better than either G1 or G7. And they use G1. However, they banned the BC. Now, G7, you guys are all, G7 is the smartest thing on the planet. Okay, whatever you got to say. I don't care what you're telling me. I ain't buying it. Anyway, it's an average, right? We're averaging a number from somewhere. Sorry, could you say that again? Hmm. Hmm. I'm having trouble hearing you. Fucking bitch. Anyway, it's an average from somewhere, okay? Could be his average, could be your average, could be their average. Why, when we talk about doping the rifle the way I do, Mars Velocity BC, you're actually truing the BC for your system, so you're customizing that BC number for you when we true at eight or a thousand, right? But anyway, these are averages. Sierra said bandit. Said the bullet's gonna start off fast, that's one number. It's gonna level out, that's another number, and then it's gonna drop down. That's a third. So they give you three numbers per BC. Better way of doing business, better way of looking at it. So then in their angle discussion, in their encyclopedia, they will show you like deep, deep, deep into the weeds with angles, right? So that is your 1970s, 1990s, But now we go to the 2000s and we use lasers and software, okay? Lasering the target, getting the angle reading from it, and then in putting it into the Kestrel, 
proves to be that much better. It is a much, much better way of doing business. You know what I'm saying? And so, we saw that. And so, it's something more to explore. Because maybe the next step, Mark actually went. When we, we did two ranges, right? We do two ranges. We got Mifflin and we got Paula. Both Mifflin and Paula have an angle to it. And it kind of messes up weaponized math. Mark's got solutions because he doped Paula the last time. And Mark's got solutions for sort of angle fire weaponized math. But the way he did it, he did it very specific to those ranges. It would almost be cool to come out and do a cameo and get the same information and look at it. But we're all talking and we're all looking at this. And because these are off, like Chris Way, or I should just say Way and Roberts, but Way and I, but Way's too can sound like I'm saying way, way high. You know, no, Chris Way. So anyway, we were talking like maybe we need to go out there and look at this. And my thinking is, well, you have to do it with all three. So you basically... We got to go out there and and measure everything like we normally do. And then I got to use the rifleman's rule with somebody spotting on plates that we can look around it pretty well. Most of them you can. So now I want to see what adjustment from that to a hit is. Okay. Rifleman's rule gives me an answer. Hit or miss. If I missed, what do I need to do to fix it? And what's the offset? Got it. Then we do the improved rifleman's rule. Same process. Hit or miss, what do we do to process? Then we do the Kestrel. And we need to go to multiple scenarios and look at all this. So we're talking about that. And that's one of the things we're probably going to end up doing. But um, yeah, man, it, it's just, it makes, it's another element, makes it fun. And it's in my backyard. And I've kind of not taken advantage of it to this point. But for the hunting side, NRL hunter. Real world hunter, all these things going on. If you're going to be in the mountains and angler, you're going to come out from the east, north, south to the west, and you're going to shoot any of these matches. Well, you need to know this stuff. And if we can find new answers for you or better answers or more efficient answers, that might be something we're going to look at. What do you think of that, man? I had to breathe. Anyway, so that's kind of what we're looking at there. Another thing I stumbled on. Okay, so now Chris comes over, way, and we're going to do a video. And we're talking tripods. And like he's like, he pops over, crossfire video. First lesson went up or episode went up. I'm going to do, I got another win one. We're going to do like if, if Chris can pop in one day every other week or one day a week, I can do two videos with him. We can put that up and then that. And that's kind of the plan. I like what he's doing. He's really analytical in his thinking. So anyway, he pops over and we're like, hey, let's talk tripods, right? We just came off a cameo the weekend before. It's all about the tripod out there. I mean, if you're not showing up out west with a tripod, you're wrong. And so, boom, he shows up and it's like, hey, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? He's like, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? So, well, listen, dude, I got a list 
And we can go through the list, but I got some of this other stuff. And then I said, hey, how about tripods? I got a lot of tripods right here. And he's like, yeah, tripod sounds great. I use tripods all the time. Like Rifle Craft. Rifle Craft uses tripods. So I'm like, cool. So anyway, we do that. And we're kind of looking at these things. And one of the ones we used, and I had a, 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 I had a hog saddle pig tripod, the pig one, right? The green, half carbon fiber, half aluminum, little mini stem on it pig tripod on top of it i have a really right stuff bh55 the ball head now a lot of you guys out there use camera ball heads they can be the knockoffs they could be a bh55 style what have you so i'm talking to chris and i'm looking at it and i had a bh40 with me as well Oh, that's the small one, right? BH55 is the big. Now, think about this. We're going down the, the, the way, and we're telling you in this video, the best shooting head right now is the Anvil 30. Anvil 30, best head to shoot off of. Versatile movement, one hand, Arca or pick, great. Now, I know you can't order it right now. Somebody's like, they're discontinued. No, they're not discontinued. They're upgrading it. They're going to make it so the handle will go either way. It's got the little detent for their Arca rail and their system they're doing. So really, they're building new ones. But you get an Anvil 30 head that can go on any tripod. Costs you like 350 bucks. Cool. But a lot of you guys already own ball heads. So here I have a knockoff ball head. It's not quite a 55. It's actually considered a 52. But I got a really, really, really similar. Looks nearly identical. It's just a millimeter or so smaller ball head. And I did this with the BH40. So, okay, think about your, your ball head here. And if you have the Vortex tripod, the Vortex comes with the BH55 knockoff. Okay, straight up, you get it out of the box. You put this ball head on, and, and let me explain it to you. You got the base with a 3-8 hole that's going to go on your tripod. That's got your panning feature where it spins, you know, 360. Then on the side, you're going to have your main adjustment. Then the big silver ball in the middle with a short stem. Your stem's about a half inch, goes to your plate, and then your plate is on top, right? You guys follow, you're tracking, right? So now, what I want you to do is you're going to take that ball head and at the 3 8 hole, you're going to get an Amazon, one of those little bitty step downs to quarter. Okay, you can step it down. It's like a penny on the dollar. It's a little tiny silver insert that goes in. Some of them even come with it. And it steps the screw on the bottom down from 3 8 to a quarter. So when you pull the top plate off, you're going to mount that top plate on the bottom. And it mounts flush. I got it mounted right here. Beauty. I would also recommend down the road, do it first, but down lock tighting it in because it's going to loosen up and stuff. But you're going to put that plate on the bottom. So now your Arca plate is underneath. So that you have the silver stem. Now, unfortunately, right now, these silver stems have a notch in it. It's not that big a deal, but there's a notch, a nub on each side that notches into that plate so the plate won't turn. We've got to kind of take that off and clean that up. And I haven't done that yet, but it's, it's not really critical. Well, Amazon 
sells a coupler that chain that has a one quarter male to three eighths female. So now you're going to take this tiny little, it's a two pack of them is like six, $7 on Amazon. So you're going to get that little silver step down the insert that goes from three eighths to quarter. And then you get this quarter to three eighths, <coughs> um, coupler and it's tiny, right? And you can screw that guy in. Now, what I'm finding is one thread is coarse and one thread is fine. It's like quarter 20 and quarter 28. I'm going to make them both quarter 20s. Or you could just, you know, rip it in hard and lock tight it and force it in. It'll kind of hog out because it's aluminum. But I'm going to just kind of tap it out a little bit and make it a quarter 20 instead of quarter 28. So I put that guy in there. Now, what you're going to have is you're going to have a one-inch stem that will screw into the top of any tripod. And all you've done is inverted the ball head, right? The plate is on the bottom. The stem is now mounted into the tripod and lock that guy all down. And now you're going to have a much better repurposed ball head to shoot off of. It'll work. It feels better. And if you want to take this apart, put it together without destroying it, trying it, the only thing is you just got to watch with those nubs. It's going to raise it a little bit or something. But you can kind of you can kind of hack the system a little bit to try it and see if you like it before you destroy a ball head or just, you know, take it apart and do that. But I honestly think if you take one of these knockoff ball heads and invert it and flip it upside down, you're you're going to get a, a little bit more use out of it and um it'll shoot better for you. I I like it. Uh I'm re, I'm I'm helping at least I look at it where I'm helping you guys take something without buying a new product. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, the Arca stuff is, or the, or the really right stuff, you know, top. There's even a knockoff. There's like a, an Anvil 30 knockoff that's coming and going and coming. I don't know if really right stuff's fighting it or what, but there is an Anvil 30 knockoff that's like showing up. Mm, you know, what are you going to do, man? It's China. But if you own it, okay, what are you, right? You got it. However, with this ball head, if you already have it, and you don't want to spend any more money because maybe you only do one or two events a year that matter. Well, now try it, dude. Just give it a whirl. That's what I'm going to say to you. Is um, I inverted this guy. I think it, it, it basically made it much better. So, um, you know, the stem is the weak link. The stem is the flex. You put the stem on the bottom, lock everything together tight. Uh, it should be fine. You, you should be creating uh, almost a similar type of situation and it works you know and you can you can get some really good stuff out of it anyway so that's that's my thinking with that guy and that's that's sort of what I did so boom that so I had that going on and then I want to talk to um the crossfire video a little bit with, with Chris and I so you know, I said to Chris, I said, well, let's, if it's going to be both of us, I, I was thinking Crossfire would be pro and con, but it's more Crossfire where it's like training and competition. 
you know, because Chris is just going to every fucking match uh, under the sun. Uh, he's going this weekend the Pawnee or Wyoming the Cheyenne to shoot the Cheyenne guys thing. Then next weekend he's gonna go to Cameo to shoot that. And then last weekend he did some all everything yada yada yada. You know, try to this, try to that. So the dude's out there competing like an animal, and it's great that he's right here in my backyard and to take advantage of what he's doing and learning. And then when it comes time to kind of like do some of the experimentation. And then I pop in with them and we do a little bit of experimentation, even though I'm not out there doing the comps as much. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys just totally fucking killed me on the comps. Honestly, all the bullshit, it, it, it's, I have very little, very little drive to, to do them. I, I like, I love Gary's and, and what he's got going on. Cause it just seems like nobody cares at that point, but all you other guys have just kind of soured me a bit. What are you going to do? It happens. But uh, otherwise, I would show up next week and stop in and say hi, or even just pop in at last minute and shoot it. I, I found I found three or uh, six five PRC. I got my Zeus in my vision. I got the vision chassis. You love it. It's cool. I I I went hog wild. I wasn't a fan of the grip. Like the grip's nice, but the angle was wrong, and I didn't like. I mean, I probably could have got away with it, but the way my hand was and the sweep on it. I had to choke up a little more than I wanted to. So so then I went on this like grip buying spree and grabbed a whole shitload of grips. And one of the ones I liked that I think works really good for, I mean, um, you know, MDT is probably where you want to go for grips now, the elites and pros. And I ordered the MDTs. Those were the last ones I ordered. I don't know why I didn't think of the MDT to begin with. But I was just thinking, you know, Magpul type pistol grip and all that stuff. And, oh, I'll just go grab a Magpul. So, like, one of the guys is at Mile High. And I'm like, hey, when you're there, grab me a Magpul grip. And they're like, didn't have any. I'm like, what? You didn't have any mess. So I ordered them. So, Ergo, E-R-G-O, right? They got this little bitty straight grip that with an angle that was like money for our chassis. And I was really surprised with it. I was like, damn, this grip is nice. And it's a little smaller. It's got these angles to them that kind of almost keep them out of the way. But um, look at the Ergo straight grip. What I learned on the Vision is you can't really have that hook. And I had a bunch with the uh, hook or not the whatever that thing is on the back. You know, that little piece that follows the curve on the ARs. I don't know what they call it. Um, I'm not the AR guy. I don't have AR nomenclature down. But anyway, you can't have that with the vision. You want it straight. So, but the vision was nice. I got the weight system in it. I just balanced it. I didn't weight it out. <laughs> but great chassis, great chassis digging on that guy. And so I got that came in and I got my Zeus. My Zeus has a PRC bolt. So I have a 6.5 PRC or a regular uh, 308 bolt Um And I can go back and forth. So what was the problem was finding 6.5 PRC. So I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, find it. Walked into mile high today. It's like, you guys got any? And he's like, yeah, man, we got a little bit of it right there. So there was three cases. I grabbed two of them. So screw you guys. I took it anyway. That was cool. I went on an ammo buying thing. So, uh, talking with Roberts and them, he had the Valkyrie out there again. And I know broken record, Frank Valkyrie got it. Anyway, he had the Valkyrie fucking love that thing out there and it worked great dude he had a little bitty gun with that little tiny mdt hunting chassis what is it like htn or something it's pricey but nice it's tiny uh that thing and and he had it carbon fiber 
it was like weighed nothing and can this Valkyrie hitting and he was hammering, you know? So he tells me about uh, uh, this place and I ain't going to tell you, but he tells me about this place that has Valkyrie ammo, the 90 grain and they're, they're caveating it. They're almost telling you in it. This is the old stuff. This is like seconds. Don't buy it. You're going to hate it. It's the 90 grain Valkyrie. It won't work. Yep, probably. They're telling you it'll shoot like two minutes. Not in my left hand gain twist bolt gun. It won't. It's going to fucking hammer. I guarantee it. So I got 10 cases of it. I got 10 cases of Valkyrie. For $1,500 out the door. And it showed up in three days. It's like crazy. Chris turned me on to it. I'm like, done. He's like, I got eight cases. I'm like, dude, I got 10. So I ordered 10 cases of Valkyrie. And then I got two cases of PRC. So that was pretty funny. Um, That kind of stuff. But yeah, man. I mean, it's the season starting. Things are going on. I got Adam working on that Valkyrie bolt for my AI. So I'll have like a Valkyrie AI. I got my Valkyrie bolt gun on the Bighorn. I got my JP. And now I got like uh, 80 pounds worth. What is that? Um, ten. I got what? 2,000 rounds or some shit? I don't know. 200 times 10. And uh, I got a bunch of it. And the nice thing, like 6,000 round barrel life. Boom. There you go. Anyway, so that's where I was doing with that. I'm still playing the Valkyrie. I'm going to probably go out tomorrow. I got to do some stuff tomorrow. Probably hit the range and zero up. Because I got all this stuff, but like none of it zeroed because I haven't hit the range yet. So I got to go zero everything and put it together, which is another reason. Like for the season, I ripped everything apart and I haven't gone back out and re-zeroed everything and kind of like mapped my rifles out. So even if I wanted to like last minute tomorrow and jump into a match, I really can't. You know, it, it was funny too, cause um, oh, I shot the vision. I did zero it. I shot the vision with Chris. I only shot a box, and it was funny too, cause I was shooting um six Creedmoor one oh eights, and I had one oh sevens or something in the um computer, and it lined up almost perfect. So it was like it was weird. Like my dope was almost dead on, and it was two different bullets on the Creedmoor. So I did get to zero it and shoot it. But I only shot like a box and a half out of it um, up at Cameo. I forgot I did that. And it was all angle shit. So I haven't doped it yet officially and done anything. I was just using um, I was just using the, uh, what do you call it, uh, the data for a 107 that I had in there. And it was pretty damn close. Uh, the far targets I had to do was follow-up shot. Some of the closest targets, it was right there. But it was a neat class up at Cameo. They did smoke in the mountains, which was cool because you got to see it kind of pulling around and where it was going. And and so they they lit off smoke in that area. So if anybody's ever been there and seen those sort of up at the top, you know, you're like at 10,000 feet or whatever. But it's like rolling hills at the top of the mountain. And, and seeing the way the wind moves on those rolling hills and what's going on. So it was a neat class, man. I was I was kind of surprised it didn't sell out more people. I mean, it was good. He had a good good turnout, but I was surprised it wasn't like chock full. Like I was expecting him to say, "Hey, Frank, I got like an extra person. You want to stop in?" And I mean, he I could have done it anyway, but um, no, nah, man, it was it was it was comfortable amount of people. But I was expecting a few more just because of the time of the year. The weather was gorgeous, and the um. 
the taken advantage of just the whole cameo situation. But um, no, it was great class, great guys. Got to see uh, everybody. And Mark, who won the recon sniper, had the recon sniper stuff there, and he was able to um to deal with that. So that's what I was thinking. Anyway, busy, busy, busy stuff happening, and which is why I wasn't talking as much. I mean, I should just pop in, and, and I have that ability to just sort of knock it out, but nah, wasn't really thinking about it. And I thought I'd catch up with you guys now and let you hear some things. I know you guys go out there and work, and you want to do this for your commute, and, and you want to, you know, rather than listening to friggin' who's ever on the radio, and let's face it, the news is lying and depressing and lying, and they're full of shit. So, um, you know, what's the point of even putting on, you know, any radio, terrestrial or whatever, it's just not even really worth it. Cool? All right, man. That's where I'm at with what's going on. So here's the deal. We're, we're, we're starting to get our content ready. We're putting that stuff out. Check out the Crossfire video. I got another one on wind gun number a little. And these are just going to be short, less than 10 minute, you know, kind of just reinforce. But bo- the nice thing is you're getting both my perspective and Chris's perspective, you know? So you're getting these two sort of different perspectives addressing all these topics we talk about over and 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 over. I get it, man, over again. We talk about this shit fucking too much, but it is what it is. It's our hobby. It's our thing, you know? I can imagine. Imagine if we were like fly fishermen or something it's like you'd be all talking about like the fly and like i made the fly and here i am spinning my fly but then when i'm out there i'm like yeah i'm just chilling out on the on the river and i'm not really doing anything and then like you know i don't really care and i don't gotta sweat much of anything it'd be like wow how would you talk about that but i'm sure they get animated it's like dude i hit that fish and and it was like oh okay oh and then i went to the stanley for lunch one day we went out to stanley and I had lunch at the haunted place because that's how I roll. Stanley Hotels got a really good food, and so I was. We popped in and had lunch at the Stanley. So that's why I wasn't talking either, because I was busy um, looking at the ghosts and doing that kind of stuff and saying the hell with you guys. All right, so that's what we got going on. The hides up and running. The hide should be a hundred percent for you guys now with the app. Okay. We turned everything on in the app. We're 100% now. Uh, I got the email server sort of sorted out. We had a filter through when I did that hiccup with the email server. That appears to be working everything good. So your guys' accounts should all be good. Part of it with your two-step verifications, we turned them off and we'll turn them back on and things. But part of it was the email server was catching up because it was my screw up. But the email server was catching up. So you weren't getting your link for like an hour, but then your link was expired when you got it. So we corrected that. So you guys should be good now. But everything's on with the app. Everything's working really well. Everything's um, pretty good. And and so uh, who knows? There you are. I'm about finished. I'm going to give you 40 minutes here on me. I do have a lot of stuff to catch up on. There's easily four people in my private messages that I've been neglecting who want to come on and talk to you guys. I know Colin Fossen wanted to come on and talk about the Garmin's. We're all using the Garmin's. Everybody loves it. Um, 
So there, there's all these different things in, in happening uh, with that. So anyway, we got that taken care of. And that's working. What else were we were we doing? I don't know if there was anything else I'm missing. Everybody's unbanned. Um, I brought those guys on, and you know, oh, I just want to say for the upgrade people, if you have upgraded, listen, you guys have control. And even if you don't think you have a PayPal account, you kind of do. And PayPal has a manager. You can do that. The only thing I will say is, guys, I understand these are reoccurring payments, and what I get all the time is. You write me. I didn't do this. I got charged. I want my money back. And I got this today. Why it's fresh in my brain. I get yelled at. I never did this. Okay. I want my money back. Well, if you didn't do it, yeah. Uh, And I go, look, this guy's had an account that he spent 300 or actually 400 because the thing. He spent $400. So... For, what is that, eight months? No, have to be more than that. Like 16 months he paid. For 16 months he had it. I think that's about right. I'm just doing it, winging it. 16 months this guy had an account. Then he swears to me he was hacked and he didn't do it in somebody. And it's like, come on, man. I understand reoccurring payments. We all have Netflix, this, that, Amazon, whatever. And... You go, oh, I'm going to order this. It's got a reoccurring payment, and then I'll cancel it. And then you forget. Don't blame me and start yelling at me because you can't manage your own fucking shit. All right? I I don't go call Netflix and go, I didn't want it last month. I didn't want it. And then, like, you're like, what the fuck? I want my money back, Netflix. I didn't watch it. Okay, whose fault is that? Is that mine or Netflix? So don't yell at me. If you're nice and say, hey, dude. I know I screwed up. I didn't mean to do this. I don't need your 20 bucks. If you if it's a true, hey man, and you're nice to me, otherwise it's like fuck you. And here's the thing. If you dispute it with me, PayPal knows. They know this is going to happen. They know you signed up for a recurring payment on a forum. It says Zen for forum they can see that and they can see your account. And then when you lose, don't get mad. They're not going to be in your favor. They know this game. And it really does take a lot to like them to rule in your favor. You know, so I don't, I mean, it happens and every now and then. And, and, you know, maybe if I give you a fuck you email and they don't like it or something. But honestly, guys, don't yell at me over it. You did it. I didn't. And hacked accounts, please, please, please just stop trying to claim your account was hacked. You're still using it. When hackers hack your account, they change the email so they can use it. And they change the password. Okay? So, if it's still your email, you're accessing it, you weren't, air quotes, hacked. That drives me fucking nuts. Because what it is, is they read, oh, a guy got hacked, or a guy claims to have been hacked. And so they go, oh, there's hackers there. So they think that's a valid excuse because they can go, well, that happened to him. Yeah, but there's a method. There's a result. It's not, we hacked your account, we signed up for online training, and then we gave it back to you. That's not how it works. So 
anyway, I had that today, and that was interesting. I mean, you guys don't understand, like, when I cop attitudes, one guy goes, uh, he, he, he said something to me. He, he wrote me, like, last week. And it's like, dude, I ain't doing it. And, he, and it's like, what, I get, th- I get 300 emails a day. I don't give a fuck. You know, oh, you're too busy to help me? It's like, yeah, when you're a dick. I get 300 emails a day. And I go through them and I look and I don't waste my time if you're an asshole to me. You know, I just delete it. It's easy. I don't have to stress. Gone. Gone. If you say, hey, Frank, I know. I did this. Here's my account. Yeah, dude, I got it. But if you're like, ah, nah. Anyway, I, you, you, like I said, man, it, it just depends on the context. I'm not here to be responsible for you. We automate this stuff on purpose. We put this thing into place so you have control. I don't, I can go in the back way through my account and access and cancel yours, but I backdoor in. You have a front door. Use your front door. Okay, I have to go an extra step and then I'll go into the manager. And, and But then it's, I got to look for you. And, and here's the other thing. Don't just assume the email you emailed me with is the one, because some of you guys use like your wife's PayPal account. And then they go, hey, I want to cancel this. Blah, 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 blah. And, and all they do is give me, like, all they do is they say, one, I need details, right? So it's like, one, they say, cancel my account, I don't like it, ah! And it's like, who are you? And, and, and it's like, all right, dude, I'm not even going to, I'll be like, I need your details. But in the meantime, I'll copy their email address, and I'll go, look, and it's not there. So you're assuming your email is it, but meanwhile, you got your wife's email that you're using, and that was today as well, um, the wife's email. And so it, it's like, okay, you, you told me nothing but cancel my account. Give me your fucking username, the email associated to the account, and we can help you. Don't just be, hey, man, I need this and now. I hate customer service. I'm like, I'm, I'm the guy. I'm, I'm just going to tell you my philosophy. I can... I absolutely positively do not help bad customers. We have bad customers out there. I could be a bad customer somewhere. I absolutely don't help bad customers. I have a good customer and a bad customer. If you are a bad customer, I will not go out of my way to help you, and I don't care. You know what I mean? So I'm the guy where the customer's always right. Nope. You're a bad customer. I really don't need you here. You can go. I, uh, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? Anyway, I don't mean to be that way, all negative and sick. Because like I said, that's this is 1%. You know what I mean? This is 1% of the problem. Maybe it's 10% twice a month, you know, but it's still something that I deal with. It was fresh because it, it happened twice today. And it's like, dudes, come on, man. Why, you, don't, it's, you did this, not me. It, it, it's, it's obvious. Right, don't believe your lion eyes that like they tell us. But anyway, so there you go, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Crossfire video with Chris. Sniper's hides all up and running, ready to go. You guys are up there and using it, man. I appreciate that. Um, 
classes. Fort Morgan's up and running. Had fun meeting everybody and seeing everybody at Chris and Chris's show. Guys will be coming into Cameo next week. Good luck. Have fun. Enjoy. I don't know what the weather's going to be, but who knows? We've been snowing once a week, but maybe not. So there I go. I am that guy, and I am out of here. 